It's Backdoor Card! Yeah! yeah. First time in a fortnight. My name is Josh DiMatteo here with Matt Beatty and Jake Eisenberg. You're tuned into Backdoor Cut. We uh, we had a little mishap last week. Lots of busy days, lots of uh, very hectic boys. We couldn't make it. We couldn't all get together. Yeah, apologies. But we thought... Sometimes bubble, we thought this bubble, week we bubble can... life just gets in the way sometimes. Exactly. Well, well, that's the thing, man. Like this bubble is, it's so hot. All the games are so intense yeah. and not being able to talk about them because our bubbles are going yeah. hectic themselves. Mate, it sucks, but. Take take care of the mental health. The boys needed a break. Reset. <laughs> I was living through of uh, euphoria and despair <laughs> and terror and glee. And inspiration. On Jake, a, are you okay? On a minute. I'm, I'm so glad I can look back on the last week with fond memories <laughs> as opposed to disastrous <laughs> and terrifying feelings. Holy it man. was pretty hectic, dude. Like, even for me, I'm not a Celtics fan, but I was thinking of you watching them being like, God, dude. if this was me, I would be <laughs> losing my mind. It was a wild, wild, wild week. Um, but we're going yeah, to get to the Celtics Raptors. But the series that is still going, that we're awaiting for the Western Conference yeah. Finals, that we assumed would be well and truly over by the last point. episode, we we dismissed it. Oh. We're like, well, that's done. We'll we'll be talking about something else next week. Everybody's looking. Two bad. weeks later, we're still going. I I don't think. I mean, I saw a zero percent of people picking the Nuggets to actually win. I mean, a couple of Nuggets. I mean, Clippers in six, but for the most part, it was Clippers in five. I almost bet on the sweep. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, we had to we had to steer you not to. to yeah, exactly. You told me five at least. I'm like, no way. Um, congratulations to the Nuggets, dude. Like Yeah, like if nothing else, they've just put a big stamp of credibility on their name. It makes nope. me so happy because I just hate the Clippers to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's some animosity has really built for the Clippers through this playoffs. Can you yeah, they've been that? the enemies of the bubble for sure. Because I'm, I don't, I don't hate them. I think because I hate the Lakers, I need the Clippers to be good, um, so I don't hate them. But uh, yeah, so what is the hate? Is it the mercenary nature of them? Yeah, I think so. For me, like, it, I mean, we look back even a year ago, and it was kind of this plucky team that mm. had a really good first round series against the Warriors. Obviously, they they didn't win it, but they they probably stole a couple games in that series that nobody expected them to. And it was a really, it was a really positive sort of story for the the overall season. And then obviously that trade went down. The Paul George trade happened, and I think the narrative definitely changed. But the expectations probably went up. And I don't know, like I just don't really like them guys. <laughs> Look, the, the the personality of the team, like what is it, right? Like I mean, Kawhi's personality is pretty um, non-existent for the most part. At least what he lets us see. Paul George. Um, not a lot going on there, I don't think either. A lot of shit talking, That's... the playoff P, pandemic P stuff. Pat Bev, Pat Beverly and, absolutely drives me up the wall. And Marcus, like Pat Bev, is who he like. He wishes he was Kyle Lowry and Marcus Smart. Like that's the oh, way yeah, that he dude. acts. And today he bowed out, had like ten points, fucking just useless. Um, he what was it? Eighteen minutes, two points, two rebounds, four assists. Fouled out. Stella. Stella. Fouled out. Like, and then Morris, you've got being dirty. Yeah, I guess you're right. I'm I'm laying the case out for why they suck. And <laughs> quite clear. 
And I don't know. In contrast, in this series, I think Denver is a is a very likable team. It's it's how do you dislike Denver? I mean, they with we've just sort of touched on it. They already went through the first round, and it was a, a very memorable three one comeback. And then to get it done over the Jazz, Jokic is is a very likable dude. Jamal Murray's really sort of come out in this bubble playoff run of his. Like it's just they're a likable team. They're a deep team. They're a young team as well. You know, we know that. You're a massive fan of Porter Porter Junior, Josh. Like yes, it's a, just is. a bunch of guys on that team that are likable. Demanding a couple of extra Mate, shots, he was. It worked, <laughs> and he and he needs more more touches. He talk, calls out Mike Malone next game, big buckets, dunking. Oh man, like way to shoot your shot, man. Like everybody, <laughs> I know. And and a lot of NBA him. vets weren't happy about yeah. it either. I saw like Dame being like, he was really pissed. I don't know why pissed Dame off so much. But yeah, Dame was really pissed. I kind of agree. Like, just talk about it behind closed doors. Um, yeah, shut up, Rook. Like, and obviously we've got the anti-vaxxing whole, like, Mike, like Michael Porter Jr. isn't exactly cultivating um, a lot of widespread fandom for a lot of the yeah. things that comes out of his mouth outside of, like, being super tall and looking like Katie at times. Um, yeah, he, he, I, he can't shake the feeling with him that he's just, like, Obviously, hyper talented, but mm. a little bit of an airhead that just you know easily led gullible. Yeah, we'll see. But we'll see. Yeah. He plays hard. The other thing in this series that I want to bring up, and I think we'll talk about it even more probably for the other Western Conference second round series, which is now done and dusted. But I, I think the sort of contrast between the two teams with with Jokic being this dominating big man versus the Clippers, who don't really have that. And I, I, Jokic has been phenomenal in this series. I think, what did he have? He had 34 and mm-hmm. what, 14 today, seven assists. He's he, been This unreal. guy, he does not get the props he deserves. I swear it's because he looks flabby. I'm sure that everyone's seen that picture of him as yep. a kid oh, it's going around the internet. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I swear because he looks like he should suck. People just don't give him the props. Mm-hmm. It, like, we were... Gushing over Luka Doncic just in the first round, who admittedly had a very good first round, but is is uh, what's his name? Is bloody um Jokic Jokic's series or playoffs so far any less impressive? I mean, he's dominating in every facet. Man, I mean, so earlier in the year when we did like our top uh, players twenty five and under, it was like the Jokic Embiid conversation. That's over. Yeah, yeah I, well, unless MB... Until, until further yeah. notice, yeah, it's You're right. yeah. over. He is Big revisionist yeah. history there for me, for sure, absolutely. I mean, yeah, look, dude. I mean, he's still, um, you know, not perfect. Jokic could shoot there. better from the three-point line than Embiid with one hand. <laughs> but that says a lot about Jokic's one-hand shooting ability from three-point line. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, dude. We were to Beatty, we were talking off mic before how... A lot of Jokic's shots in the past two games looks like he's tossing them just straight up in the air and they're up there forever and they just somehow fall in the net. His shooting action is quite, it's very, uh, yeah. the ball has raindrops on it coming back mm-hmm. down. He's it's got awesome. a very yeah. high arc, yeah. Yeah, and the the way that he shoots it like behind his head, Larry yeah. Bird, uh, Kevin Garnett style. I really think that, that guy. Yeah, definitely. I think that, I, I think for this, what is this, this series, he's averaged 24 like I, I, I thought that could have even been higher because he could get yeah. a shot against any of the Clippers, whoever's guarding him. him. Yeah. Zubat is doing okay, but he's murdering, murdering Trez. 
Yeah. Like Trez is getting played off the court in this series. I don't think they can play him in. They, get, they get straight into foul trouble. As soon as yeah. they switch out a big, he just gets them into foul trouble again. Yeah. Like it's, he is offensively, he is the best big in basketball. I, I think he's and this is AD. I guess yeah, AD. I mean, AD's there when 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 he's being mm. shoehorned into the center spot, I suppose. Mm. But yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right offensively though. Like the the way that he he can he can reliably shoot from three. The passing is just a, a joke. Yeah, we haven't even touched on that. Like, yeah. did you see yesterday? He did like a football pass. Yeah, oh yeah, full dude. court. He's throwing touchdowns out there. I mean, he like I know Peyton Manning used to be a. A de- uh, play in Denver. He's been watching tape of the big dog and <laughs> throwing, throwing tutties down to whether it's ball ball into, or a, into their running hands. Yeah, it's right? like yeah. actually amazing. It's, it's incredible. Um, yeah, and then yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Um, Jokic, what he's doing, but then at the same time, Murray hasn't. I mean, it was yeah. like, it wasn't like obviously he wasn't going to you know go off for fifty and forty every night, but he's putting together those like stretches in the fourth quarter and the second halves where in the two-man game, he's pulling up and he just gets that that look about him and he's just cooking all of a sudden and you can't stop him. And that's and the Clippers keep taking their, their foot off the throat and Murray and Jokic yeah. have the firepower to take advantage. He's had a special run. He's on a special run, dude. Both of them. Yeah. And the thing is, the Clippers, we were just talking about their identity and they don't really have one. Their identity mm-hmm. is Kawhi. And when he's not on, the identity's gone and it's like... You know, it kind of reverts somewhat back to last year and they're just gunning and hoping for the best. But, mm-hmm. like, today in particular, if Kawhi wasn't on the court, there was seven minutes of this game he wasn't on the court. Mm-hmm. And in those seven minutes, they lost the game. I know, yeah. So what, 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 what's he to do? He can't play 48 minutes every game. I The Clippers should be embarrassed, I think. They should like, be, dude. As, as much of we, as we've just talked about how great the Nuggets have played. They're up 3-1. They, the Nuggets came off this brutal series. Yeah, there's like less than no excuse. The, the, they've got the talent. I know Kawhi, Paul George, Morris, like the defense, we see it for like a quarter at a time. Is it just because we, I don't know, I I still can't get out of my head that I think they're the, like the best team, but I like... I've already I've, I, I, I said it in my head earlier today. Lakers are title favorites. That's mm. right now, to me. Um, yeah, definitely. Like the Clippers do don't don't have the medal. I meant right now. Like to. I think here's a here's a theory. I'm going to chuck at you guys. All right. Through the regular season, it was pretty obvious they were on cruise control mm. mode. They were just like, oh, we'll just make it to the playoffs, and then mm. once the playoffs comes, we'll switch it on. And Paul George had his rest weeks. Kawhi had his rest weeks. You know, it just yeah. they well, they skated through well. injuries. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they, you know, like they never had a prolonged stretch with a full team. You yeah. know, for like a month of full team. And I am beginning to wonder whether their lapses in concentration now are, are a result of not having that consistency the whole year round. The reason Heat are so locked in now is because they were always one unit, always from go to woe the whole season long, and now they can fall back onto that. But when Clippers face trouble, what do they fall back on? Kawhi. I think you're right. I think you're right. You hear it, you know, you build your championship habits through the year. Um, mm-hmm. we've, had, we've had teams turn it on and off and still be good, but they, like, have They can't all be LeBron. But, but they've, like, they've done it. Like, LeBron's done it in the past, whether, like, the Cleveland team that 
um, made the finals post-championship, you know, they had done it. The, mm. the Celtics in the 2010s with Pierce and Garnett, they did the same thing where they looked kind of shitty through the season and then made it to the finals again. The Clippers... But this is the like, first year they've yeah, been together. Exactly. exactly. They've, they, what do they have to go for, to fall back on? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think it's official worry, worry time. Like, in, in saying that, though, as well, right? The Raptors won a championship last year, and, mm-hmm. and they they invented load management in in true in true. But outside of Kawhi outside and Danny Kawhi. Green, that core had been there for a long time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I think. I, I yeah. mean, it just really comes down to how much how much faith you have in Kawhi in a game seven. Now, I got a lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not ruling him out. Yeah. <laughs> but like now, it's game seven, right? Who yeah. like? Yeah. You've you've given up the 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 right to us telling you oh they'll probably just win now. Yeah, it's it's anyone. It's game seven, dude. Yeah, there's no home court. Yeah. Whoever takes it takes it. Like it's it's on. Um, yeah, I mean, I still picked the Clippers to win this game, but I I probably sh- I won't be shocked. I probably yeah. shouldn't. Um, all right. right. How how about we move on to. What got you down all week or and oh my God. should I say? Put me down <laughs> up sideways backward the Willy Wonka elevator. He kinda he kinda steamrolled the Bucks once Giannis was fully out. Mm-hmm. So the Celtics took it upon themselves to have the series of a lifetime with Toronto. As a as a neutral in this one, I was just <laughs> thrilled. Fantastic. OG Ananobi, oh my what God. a G. Yeah. OG is the perfect name for that guy. Yeah, he, I know. he's he, cold. He has no fear, man. I mean, this team is just, twice he did it. This, oh, this exactly in game, man. Okay, let me try and gather myself here. <laughs> I mean, without a doubt, best series of the playoffs. No, um, see, I disagree straight up. I don't the, know the I Jazz mean, Nuggets one was really good. The piss or not? I actually wait. Really what Jazz Jazz Nuggets? No, I'd I'd have to think about it, but I just don't think that the Celtics. What else was there though? I I I just think the standard was actually bad, man. No, 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 no. My point. You're out of your mind. How do the Celtics lose that? Like, why do they win in like five? Like, why do they stop games? Because they're bad. No, because because they they shouldn't have. This is amazing. They should have run away. The Raptors are the most mentally tough team in the NBA. It's not even close. Like, like, are we talking mentally tough or just good at basketball? Like, if the Celtics are good, why don't they just win it in five? Well, to be honest, they sh- they would have won it in five if it wasn't for a miracle oh, zero point five second shot. Bad. That's why. That's that's probably. Wow. What it is. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> so, so you don't even you don't even have another answer. You just think that because the because the Nuggets and the Jazz. No, I don't think games. it was the Nuggets Jazz because yeah, there was no defense in that series, and, and so obviously this was quintessential. Quintessential. I think it was war. Two, it was two definitely of the best coaches, Celtics coach of the year, defending champs. The Celtics were the better team. They they should have won game three and gone up 3-0, but they didn't. And then that's, that's a rattling moment. This is still a young team. They're still led by Jason Tatum, who's 22. The, the Raptors are the, I think, best defense in the NBA. I, I think it's either between them, the Lakers, and the Celtics, top three defenses in the league. And the way that they attacked the Celtics, they put, they did a box and one on Kemba while double teaming Tatum every time he would attack the rim. They 
put Kyle Lowry and Van Vliet on Tatum instead of the bigger guys because Tatum's quicker than the bigger guys, but his handle's not as tight as it should be, and Kyle Lowry's one of the most underrated defenders in the league and made it tough for him. Dude, I, I don't, I'm shocked that you were able to watch this series and were not able to see that this is one of the two toughest teams in the league. I, I think I'm just very biased against the East. I, I genuinely do think I acknowledge that. Like, I just think that it's... These these games were a tough watch in, in stretches because it's just like, man, these these guys just suck. Like, just be better. Dude, I, I, I think you're underrating how hard, how good the defenses were on both sides. I think... Yeah, I think the intensity it led to a lot of these bricks that maybe wouldn't have otherwise been there. Not only it was really, yeah. really intense. Not only are they have the best defenses in the league after, um, especially going, the, I thought games one through five were less rock fighty than six and seven. But then once you get to um, five, you've got Nick Nurse playing uh, his minutes 45 and over from game three. And then game six, you've got both team starters into the 50 minutes, double overtime, thriller. You've got big shots. So you're telling, what about game six? Not only was it incredible defense, but you also had incredible shot making from both teams. It was I ridiculous. Yeah, it was good to watch, but it's I that just, was the best game of the playoffs. I my my taste is like, my taste is like the Eastern Conference is the championship, and the Western Conference is the Premier League. That is how I watched it. That's how I look, kind of like I kind of know that. Are you I kidding th- me? I the, think that the Clippers or the Lakers would come out and just stomp whoever comes out, regardless. And it's after just a, watching like, the Clippers. This series, I disagree. Yeah. I think the Lakers are clear title contenders, but at the same time, I want to give it to LeBron already. Like I'm, I'm. But at I'm, the same time, like the Rockets just rolled the fuck over. We can get to them look, in a look bit. At the, look at the one seed in the East. Well, I mean, I'm sure we will talk about them in a minute. But gone. they were terrible. Like, yeah, how but, can I take this Eastern Conference seriously? It's, it sucks, man. I but mean, but in saying that, I think the East has because the West is so good. They usually beat teams by being better than them. I think the West is the overrated. East, the East, if, say, Miami, for example, did make it through, and say they did get the Lakers, just as a hypothetical in the finals, mm-hmm. I feel like the Heat have an ability, not necessarily to keep up with the Lakers' firepower, but to ugly up the game to the point that the Lakers can't do their thing like they normally do. Yeah, but isn't, they have to, that's kind of my point, the fact that you have to resort to ugling it up. What hey, do you mean? That's, that's how it work, works, man. Game seven, LeBron versus the Warriors, 92-89. That's how the these how, that's how playoff wars are done. It's lower scoring. The 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 percentages go down. Like you can't be expecting Tatum and Lowry and these guys' percentages to be where they normally were when Tatum's you, percentages are all over the shop to begin with. He has games where he shoots five or twenty, and it's like, well, what the fuck is that? Yeah, but dude, it, it's 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 so much more than just his scoring. Like he's he's leading the the oh, East. Yeah, rebounds in here. We, all right, all right. He's leading, he's, he's leading the East in rebounding. He probably should have made all defense, and he was and he, he had twenty nine, twelve, and seven in the game seven. Yeah, so, that's pretty legit. Second youngest player to do some do that since Kobe. I just didn't. I don't. I, I'm not a like. I don't want to say it's the best series in the playoffs so far. But, but it was like it was either the Nuggets and that was. Or that was overrated. Like it was great, but it was no defense. I, I'm, pretty Mavs. I'm pretty keen for this Eastern. Con- I feel like the Heat and Celtics would be a good matchup. I disagree. It's, it, it's true. I, I I do like the Heat Celtics matchup. I reckon it could be better than the Rockets uh, Rockets Raptors Celtics matchup. Mm. It could be. You think that it could the wing, be the fact that the Celtics have got all these wing guys is that's that's going to be a problem for the Heat. I do. I I just think 
yeah, like I think uh, the Heat, if there was one team in that conference where they probably have a matchup for everything, it's probably the Celtics. Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. I think if anything, the Celtics would, Celtics were probably a bit chuffed that that the Bucks choked on whatever they choked on because I think that they they would have probably ra- I guess they would have rathered Miami, but I don't know. I, I I've been look, impressed with Miami. I, I thought think that Miami's been good higher than coming, what I coming out of this series. I think the Celtics would have felt confident against either team. Yeah. Uh, I think the Bucks were were frauds. You you you're relying on Middleton too much. Bledsoe's a fucking disaster. He's a fucking train wreck. Like three straight playoffs, he's just shat himself. It is unbelievable how bad he has been in three straight playoffs. And then it's like Di Vincenzo, Brooke Lopez. Um, it's just a bunch of dudes that do like one thing. Um, they but, get exposed. Yeah. Um, the Celtics, Raptors, and Heat have five, six, seven guys that can do a little bit of everything. Um I think that's what you know. What you just click something in my head. I think that's what I like about the Eastern Conference. Not saying I like it better than the West or anything mm. like that, but something I like about the East is in the West you have these all, 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 all stars mm-hmm. on your team, and everyone else is a role player. They got one job. If you're if you're playing for the Lakers, mm-hmm. you got LeBron, AD, and then shooters or something else. Yeah, and see- but in the East. Every player in that starting five has to be able to contribute in more than one way. There is no just all-dominant all-star. Well, there was, mm-hmm. the Bucks, and they got steamrolled. So I, I feel like the East, there's a, a collectiveness where the, the whole is greater than the sum of their parts in a lot of the teams. Mm-hmm. And against a Western team, it could show that maybe you need a whole to beat a team rather than just a couple of stars. Mm-hmm. Not to say I, I still do think LeBron's going to run away with this. The Lakers are really good. But I do think there's teams in the East, Celtics or Heat, could give him trouble. I, I just it, won't, think, it won't be a walkover. I think you're underrating the level of defense that was played by both the Celtics and Rap- the Raptors are just nuts. From yeah. can, like when they, Especially when they went small and it was um, Siakam, OG, um, and like in the front court and you got Larry and... Fred Van just oh my god, it was this mud fight, and then, and then like yeah, the Lakers are good, but okay, now we're relying on Caruso, Markeith Morris, Rondo, like Dwight Howard. Gets a I don't think bit, that, but that's the wrong word. We're not relying on them. They are. That's how they won the Rocket series, especially. They the, won the, the Rocket the series. AD is is amazing. That's why. And LeBron. Yeah, they, I. LeBron's barely even trying and, and having 28 or 29 in that series. The Rockets are the Rockets are frauds too. The, that's why the, I think you're overrating the West. Like the Blazers, congratulations. The Celtics haven't lost the Blazers in years. Um, the, the Rockets, their second best player was uh, Russell Westbrook, who was actually the second best player on the Lakers through that series. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then it's, what is it, Covington, Jason Tatum's cooked him out of his pants two years ago. Like... Um, Daniel House, Ben McLemore, like, give me a fucking break. They haven't played anyone real either. I think that probably is, I guess, what Josh was kind of hitting on, where the Rockets are definitely a team where, obviously, it's they're definitely and, 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 and Russ is the, also there. But then after that, it's just a, a bunch of pieces and you kind of hope that it works out. But, I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd, the Rockets have got a whole heap of issues going into this offseason now. Well, um, let's, let's talk about this because this is a much bigger discussion that's about to ensue with the Rockets now being 
kicked out of the playoffs. Yeah, just just to just to finish on that one, um, Jason Tatum is on the verge of leading his team to the Eastern Conference Finals at 22 years old, um, as like the leading scorer, leading rebounder, and leading playmaker. Um, good luck to Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson and Goran Dragic. Um, yeah, they're gonna have trouble, dude. They are gonna have trouble. It's going to be a lot of heavy lifting for Iggs. Going to have to do a lot of defensive Wait, we gotta, work. We got to predict that series before um, before we yeah, right. move off. Because... I think the Celtics win. I just think that the body. When's Haywood come back? Um, they haven't said exactly when, but he's coming. Brad said he's coming back at some point in this series. I think you could. You don't even. Yeah, you could go probably the first two games without even playing mm. him and just. To I'm gonna, it out. If we're talking predictions, I'm going to be a heartbreaker. I'm going to say yeah, Heat in seven. Mate, if it goes to Game Seven, the Celtics are fucking ready for that. No worries. The Heat, the Heat haven't been battle tested. They had to, they played the fraud uh, Bucks. They're gonna get hit in the mouth and not know what happened. Yeah, but they wiped the floor of the fraud Bucks. That was hard to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. The the Giannisless Bucks, I guess. Um, yeah, I'll I'll take Celtics in six. No worries. I think the Celtics will win. I, I, I think that the defense of, particularly if Hayward does come back, having that interchangeability, that switchability is, I think it, that's one of the Celtics' biggest strengths. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Kemba probably was a bit up and down for me in this Raptors series. Well, they I played a box, on, box and one on him. They played a box and one on Kemba. Well, is that good? Can't he, can't, where's the switch to try and change it up? What do you... Well, that's that's, that, that's why we that, that's why we had Jalen taking thirty shots in Game Six because the Raptors forced Kemba's good, but if you're going to play a box and one on Kemba with the best defense in the NBA, you're going to stop him. I think the and I think also though, right, not having Hayward as another ball handler that, that's a big factor as well. But mm-hmm. I, I do think that the Celtics will. I, I I do fancy them over the Heat as much as I've just ragged on them. But yeah, let's fucking go. <laughs> well. Back to our back to our Rockets chat. Yeah, they've just announced that. Well, Mike D'Antoni, should I say, has just announced he will not be open to returning to the Rockets next year. He's on the free market, which means the Rockets are now coachless, coachless, with a extraordinarily niche identity, which we are about to debate whether it was successful. Does it have legs? Do we scrap it? What's the go? Micro ball, dude. What a Baller move by D'Antoni. They like left him yeah. as a lame duck, and then Daryl yeah. Morey was like, saying he's my top priority. And then D'Antoni's camp comes out and goes, "Well, it's great for them to have it as a priority, but it's my choice. You left. Yeah, me you shouldn't have let me be a free agent. <laughs> That's right. And you uh, had four years to offer me a deal. He's going to go uh, um, play with Zion next. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I, I would like that if that. There's happened. some good options, man. Like the Pelicans, I think. Really there, dude, there'd be like so that. many teams in the league who would be frothing at seeing mm-hmm. what Mike D'Antoni can work with their talented but broken offense. Okay, well, quick, quickly before we go into maybe where we would like D'Antoni to go, should we just yeah? Kind of what's what's happening with Micro Ball? Did it work? Well, well, no, it didn't work. They got kicked out. Okay, well, I I feel like it's on. Yeah, it didn't work. Yes. I don't think it will potentially work, um, but the team's just not good. Like the players aren't that good. Well, it's like Harden's really good, 
Westbrook. Harden's really good. Westbrook's he was look. He was coming back from an injury. I don't know how much that in, impacted him, but he he's fallen off a cliff. They they traded away Chris Paul, who's infinitely better well, it, than him. I read yesterday that uh, Westbrook had COVID. Yeah, they'd had it down as injury this whole time, no, but no. I didn't realize he Mon- had COVID. Yeah, that, that, that was known. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so he wasn't able to work out for, um, I think, a month. Three weeks, or, he said. Yeah, 21 days. Yep. Um, and then, but it was the quad, I think, more than anything else. Like he was saying how he was trying to catch a rhythm um, when you're in the second round against the Lakers. I mean, good luck Tricky. with that. But, yeah, so I think it didn't work. But at the same time, Westbrook's not healthy and he's not good. And then your next best player is who? Eric Gordon. Eric, yeah, Eric's Eric Gordon, but then Gordon, it's Rocco, Tucker, it's any yeah. Like they're they're yeah. they're they're as you were saying, Josh, and we were saying before, is they're specialist dudes when you need to be versatile in the playoffs and be able to change the way that you're playing. And if mm. you can't, then you're gonna lose. Well, this this is the question then. Throughout the season, they went on an absolute tear with micro ball. But is this a tactic that is just going to dominate regular season teams, and then when it comes to a slowed-down playoff series, it just doesn't work anymore. Is that the case? Is it just not going to work? I don't even I don't even put it that way. I just put it more on the fact that Harden is not LeBron. Mm-hmm. And really? So you're, you're, you're put little stock into the fact that Lakers had AD and Rockets had no big man? Well, I, I, I think the style, if you want to talk about it specifically and, and not playing a big, I mean, they got, what were they? Were they the three? No, the Denver was a three. What were they? They were the six. Were four. four. Yeah. I they had they a good did. regular season. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, but they it, did. It's, it's, it, it hasn't amounted to anything in the playoffs and you can sort of look at other historical examples and, and it kind of goes either way. I mean, the Warriors never played with an out-and-out dominating big and mm-hmm. they won championships, but they have – arguably the best backcourt in basketball. Um, D'Antoni's son's team's never won anything. Yeah. But well, they were good regular season teams. So it's sort of like, well, I, I think it really comes down to you still just need that. They did get close though. Not this year, but a few years ago, they almost took down the Warriors. Well, yeah, they were what? That, was the that, that wasn't that was micro ball. That wasn't they micro still had ball. Capella. I know. I think maybe that's where they went wrong is that they had, you know, Chris Paul and Ariza and Capella and they could kind of do both. Yeah, I think the flexibility to be able to do both. I, I, I It's tricky because, right, yeah, you get matched up in a series against AD or Jokic or any of these dominating bigs and it's just like, well, how, how does that look? And mm-hmm. we've seen it now and it, it didn't look that good. But it, yeah. it, what's the alternative? You Now you just scrap it and go back to some sort of semblance of what you had before with a, a Capella. Well, yeah. This is my question because D'Antoni kind of invented this, so to speak, to accommodate Russ. He's like, I'm going to ship my center. He's gone. Russ is going to play center. He's going to pull down all the rebounds. And then he's going to run the full court. And then we're already at the other side of the court because Russ is so fast. And that's micro ball. No one will be able to keep up with us. But if Russ is hurt, and D'Antoni's gone, then what? <laughs> do, do they go look for a center now? Do Ooh. they say, well, that didn't really work. Maybe we shouldn't rely on Russ to be our big man. Well, Maybe pretty, we should go get a big man. They're pretty fucked from a cap perspective. They've got yeah. two dudes on the Supermax. Yeah. Like, there's only so well, Maybe Maybe Maury's wielded and dealed himself into a corner here. Well, Harden's the one who wanted to trade Chris Paul. Yeah. 
I mean, unofficially, but I mean, that's what everybody reckons. And it was a, I had no way Maury wanted to bring in the dude that can't shoot. And then you've got Chris Paul, who went toe to toe with Harden, I thought. And, dude, I don't, yeah, Chris no, I Paul, the difference is Chris Paul trouble. leads his team better. Chris Paul, like, he guides his team to playing as a team. He doesn't try and just take the ball and do James it all Harden himself. James Harden couldn't handle another alpha dog in the building. Or no. couldn't handle a alpha dog in the building, I don't think. A little bit of um, contention. And Chris Paul's like, we should try and change the way we play. And Harden's like, no, nah, we're doing it. Now. No, get out of that here. takes the ball out of my hand. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine. But should the ball be, should it be in his hand well, that much? I, think, I can't even imagine. Like, there's not a team that plays that, like this. I can't even like even LeBron. He's got the ball in his hand a lot, but it's just not the same. Yeah, the he doesn't it, shoot it. The usage is not the same. It's yeah. crazy. I, I and I can't even picture Harden on a team where it's just more normal, where he plays a, um, a LeBron role or a Tatum role or a Doncic. I mean, Jack Doncic is kind of similar, um, but just like a superstar role, but just in a far more he doesn't like plays off ball. I've never does Harden has Harden set a screen before? I'm sure he has, but. I, I think it's probably also the fact that they, particularly since Russ came on board that and Capella got traded, it, they they used to be a very heavy pick and roll team, mm-hmm. and the Harden Capella pick and roll was a big thing. And like I feel like now they just don't play pick and roll. They literally yeah. they've got five guys out, and it's a it's a Harden step back or someone drives mm-hmm. and then and then you've got four shooters to try and kick it out to, and that's literally the offense. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. it not having that uh, – even that goes away from what I guess D'Antoni was always known for because he was a pick-and-roll guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not – I don't know. That's I'd also agree with you. Trying to imagine Harden in another offense, in another sort of team, I, it's very hard. What is that? You've well, got the only example we've had is the Thunder. Yeah. And even on that team, he had the same role because he was the sixth man. He came on and they gave him the ball. Yeah, but I, I don't know. They weren't as isolation. Well, actually, they were. They were pretty isolation heavy. They were heavy, very isolation yeah. heavy. He's kind of never... The only time I can think where his role might have been a little bit adjusted is when he first went to the Rockets and mm-hmm. they got Dwight Howard and mm-hmm. he was playing as a shooting guard, not a point guard. Mm-hmm. Dwight Howard was, I want looks. I want to yeah. do back to the basket shit. Fucking idiot. Anyway. <laughs> That's the only time I can remember where Harden distinctly played differently. Mm. It's actually funny. I wonder, you know, everyone talks about the Harden trade, changed everything. I, like, there's such, all three of them, especially Russ and Harden, could they? Could those three have ever even won a title anyway? Like the, oh, the maybe. That was a lot of firepower, dude. I know, maybe. but like the personalities, the style, like neither Harden or uh Russ play off ball. I mean, we'll never know, but I mean, you look at it now and they can't coexist to save their fucking lives. We'll see what happens with KD, but um, it's just interesting. Um, All right. So if you, if you were, if you were gambling men, if you were gambling men, just before we get to Dan, Tony, if we were do, do the Rockets trade for a big, do they, do they scrap this? Do they revert back to more? uh, What's the word? Traditional, traditional yeah. methods of playing ball. I don't fucking know, dude. I mean, the, the, whoever they get in is going to be replacement level player anyway. Like they, they're not going to get a Capella level dude most likely, unless they can somehow get convinced 
the I don't know with the Knicks trade Mitchell Robinson for Russ. I don't even know if they could. Obviously, we have to do a lot of maths to make that work. I've I've seen a lot of Knicks go get Russell Westbrook. I'm sure there is. <laughs> Save the day. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't no. put it past him. Um, I don't yeah, know. What, what happens to Dan Tony now? Then this is interesting. Okay, these are the these are the options. I think he's got. Um, he either goes to another situation where he's now got the expectations, which is I've seen Philly floated. It would have, which is so. I don't. You know, I don't want that for him. And yeah, I agree. I just don't do it to yourself. You've just done. You've gone through this Rockets bullshit for how many years, um, and then you're going to try and fix this mess. Don't go there. Then you've got this is the best option. Low expectations, development, create a new style around the Lonzo. Zion, I should have started with Zion. I can't believe I just mentioned Alonzo first. <laughs> the style with Lonzo. Oh, damn, it. <laughs> damn it, Jake. Um, Zion, Brandon Ingram, Drew yeah, Holiday, yeah, yeah. Lonzo. There you go. Um, Jared. And um, I mean, Jackson it's Hayes. it's just, it's Alvin Gentry mm. rich version, isn't it? Yeah. We'll talk about versatility as like the, as opposed to what the hell ever is going on with the Rockets, the the Pelicans should be able to do all kinds of different kinds of lines up, lineups. Yeah, and then I, I I agree. I would love to see that. The, what, or or even Brooklyn. Well, they no, they've got. I oh, know Brooklyn yeah, got Steve Nash. Yeah, I I thought the same thing just now. It would have been fun as well. But again, yeah. another situation where I don't know if you want to throw yourself in there after all that. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. He feels like he just wants to just. Give me, a, give me a fun, young team. Let That's me run and do. gun. That's what I would do. Yeah. What, what else is open? Are the Bulls still open? Is, or are they yeah, up? they are. Bulls are still open. That'd, That'd be cool. lit. I, I would mean, love that. I mean, don't do that. Don't do the Pelicans before that, but that's another option. Yeah. Um, those are kind of the, the marquee ones. He's going to obviously go yeah. to somewhere. And, and Philly. Philly's obviously yeah, like Philly, the, yeah. the I think ready-made I would, I think contender. I think the Pelicans. It has to be, right? That would be sweet. Why would you want to – is Ion's – Go coach Zion. Go play. Go <laughs> yeah, play. It's, pick, it's pretty simple. Go play. Go go play that sort of fast break transition basketball, which that's it's a it's a perfect fit. Yeah, yeah. with guys that are willing to share. Literally, go from the most boring. I mean, it depends on who you ask. I don't like watching it very much, as you said, Beatty. It's just dudes on the perimeter trying to beat their guy, kicking over and over and over and over and over again. Go play with arguably the most fun young team in the league, and just have a good time. Get some gumbo down in New Orleans, <laughs> Bourbon Street, French Quarter, good times. Man. I guess I'm the probably the biggest out. question mark, and it's not even that big of a question mark, but yeah, I think Lonzo has to you're really sort of yeah. banking on Lonzo continuing his development offensively and being able to sort of score off the dribble and yeah. attack the basket and be able to just be a scoring threat in the pick and roll. Because yeah. if obviously no, but in a in a D'Antoni offense he could easily have Lonzo play the Pat Beverly role. And Lonzo can do that. He's a good defender. He can hit the spot up three, I suppose. Great playmaker. He'd probably do it better than Pat Bev. I think probably the the other aspect though as well is, right, you've got Brendan Ingram. And I think Ingram is Mm. is often kind of, you overlook him when you think of Zion because you think of Zion first. Mm But Mm. um, yeah, Ingram's ability this season, he kind of cemented that. And I, I, I would just go if I was if I was D'Antoni, that's the job that I would like to to go yeah. take. Yeah, I, th- I think we actually have a backdoor cuts consensus here. Yeah, dude, it's it seems obvious. Um, Get him I mean, over there. Yeah, and, and they've got they've got the Laker AD trade like assets for days. 
I think you yeah. I mean we, this is a whole other thing. What do you do with the Pelicans? But you know, you, you let D'Antoni come in, see what like Lonzo like can do, and maybe you trade him with some picks, get someone big in. As long, mm. but yeah, the Brandon Ingram Zion combo. Obviously, Zion needs to lose. I mean, okay, we're this is another. How do we fix Zion <laughs> situation? But um, yeah, there's so much. There's so much untapped potential and fun and 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 things like that. So. And I think in con- contrast, quickly, I, if you want to look at the Philly job, I think that there's just oh. too many. There's too many things up in the air that you just don't know. You really Bad don't know. Work. You don't know who you'd be coaching. You, you look at the current payroll and be like, this roster sucks for what the money that we're <laughs> we're paying. You, it, there's, I don't know how to fix this whole Ben, Joel, how does it make it work thing. And, I mean, maybe D'Antoni does because he's one of the better NBA coaches the last 20 years or so. But in saying that, I just think that's – yeah, I agree with you, Jake. Why would you want to put yourself in – it's a challenge, oh. definitely a challenge, but like sure. – Yeah, not for me. I, I was sent him a DM don't saying, do don't do it, Mike. Don't fucking do it. <laughs> Go to New Orleans. They need a coach. Yeah, man. Get warm. Warmer down there. It's close to Houston. Easy move. You can just drive over. Yeah. You don't want that Ben Joel melodrama. Oh, my God. Stickly. No. You got Joel tweeting about how much he loves Jimmy Butler every night on the couch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, he wants to play for the Heat so bad, dude. Oh, man. Please don't let that happen, NBA. <laughs> Oh man! Um, yeah. But yeah, all right. I mean, I think wild another wild week. We got another game seven coming on um, Wednesday, and then we got yep. game one Celtics Heat. Um, throwback, man! Go back, going back to LeBron versus Paul Pierce, D Wade yeah, versus Pierce, KG, the boys. Um, this is awesome. This is a, it's, a, it's a fun. It's a fun series for sure. I think. Yeah, it's good. It will. I hope your safety I'm, is fine. I'm mentally and, prepared yeah. now. I'm battle tested. I'm fucking okay. ready for another series. I'm ready. I trust the boys. I'll talk to you on Wednesday. I trust the boys. I trust the boys all day, every day. Jalen's got this covered. Kemba, Marcus. Dude, Marcus. The block. Block by oh. smart. Dude, he may have been the best player in the series after Tatum. I think he was. I think he was. That block was LeBron-esque. I messaged you straight away. I got up. I was was excited. He was sick. Granted, Tatum dribbled it off his foot, so it had to happen. But um, uh, what a fucking week. I'm happy to be here, boys. Well, until next week when we'll have even more intense discussions to have about what's Mm. going to work in the NBA Finals, who's going to make it, what's the scores in the conference finals. Lakers Nuggets. Lakers Nuggets. When they when so. they inevitably push through the Clippers tomorrow. Imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine that series, man. And then the Jokic, imagine Jokic just absolutely dominating Davis. That would oh. that, what is, that <laughs> wouldn't that be the best? It's a cool matchup. LeBron. Yeah, and Jamal Murray crosses up LeBron and breaks his ankles. Seven it's foot Serbian dude just backing him down and just eating. Dude, <laughs> you got to back him. What is it? The last five Nugget series have all been Game Sevens. It's like this series, then the Jazz, then the Western, like the Blazers. It's just awesome. Good. Thank you for the Nuggets, giving us fun yeah. times. Well, until then, you've been tuned into Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh DiMatteo here with Matt Beatty and Jake Eisenberg. We cannot wait for the week ahead, and we cannot wait to bring it to you next week. Until then, peace. peace.